Hey, this is Mark. There's no doubt that Johnson & Johnson's Tylenol is a storied brand. The OTC pain medicine has come to be associated as much with J&J as it has with the healthcare company's other iconic consumer brands like Band-Aids and Baby Shampoo. But older brands also need to keep pace. Consumers' health habits have shifted, accelerated by the pandemic, from reactive to proactive. They want to know more about and have more control over their personal health, and they expect brands they interact with, even older ones, to make the digital shift. Earlier this year, Tylenol made that shift by launching a digital ear scope called SmartCheck. The at-home ear infection detection device turns almost any iPhone into an otoscope and is designed to save parents and physicians time and stress when it comes to dealing with ear infections, which are one of the most common causes of children's doctor visits in the U.S. This week on the podcast, updating an iconic healthcare brand inside Tylenol's embrace of a beyond-the-pill strategy. I'm Mark Iskowitz, Editor-at-Large, and welcome to the MMM Podcast, medical marketing and media's show about healthcare marketing writ large. We're going to be joined by Adam Richardoni, Global Head of Self-Care R&D at Johnson & Johnson Consumer Health will tell us about the digital ear scope, as well as how it fits in the context of the farm industry's overall shift toward promoting self-care, and how other J&J brands are making similar digital leaps. Adam, welcome to the MMM Podcast. Thank you, Mark. It's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me to join you. Absolutely. And you know, when you think of traditional consumer brands that have become a fixture in the medicine cabinet, Tylenol is definitely one of the first that comes to mind. But by the same token, there's a thought that older brands need to keep pace. Can you talk about the reasons for taking Tylenol Digital and how this strengthens your relationship with consumers? Yeah, sure, Mark. And, and really, there's, I guess, two key aspects that's driving this direction. The first is the trend we're seeing in digital health. And, and we all know digital health is becoming pretty ubiquitous. And it's all those things from you know the wearables that we have, they're tracking our every move, to how we interact with healthcare professionals through telemedicine platforms and the like. And the pandemic has really boosted this move towards digital health. The other aspect is really the ambition of us as Johnson and Johnson Consumer Health to empower people to help them take control of their own health. And to do that, we really have to move beyond just treating a symptom or, or an illness. We have to understand the consumer journey and this what we call this continuum of care, which is everything from prevention through treatment to restoration, and look at how we provide the right products and services at critical points along that continuum. So we really have to move beyond the pill. And so by doing this, you're building a longer relationship with the consumer that's more than just a single transaction. And it's something that helps empower the consumer through this journey. So when we talk specifically about the smart check from children's Tylenol, we really focused on ear infections. And, and they're the number one cause of child doctor's visits in the United States. And by age three, more than 80% of children will have had at least one ear infection. And certainly I recall from my days when my children were younger, like particularly when they went into childcare for the first time, it seemed like almost every other week they were coming down with an ear infection. And so as Tylenol and a brand that, as you rightly pointed out, it's iconic, it's been around for almost 70 years. We thought, how can we continue to help support the health of children in a way that's convenient for today's digital savvy parent or caregiver. And that's how the SmartCheck product was born. 
Mm. And uh, so again, it's a smart check digital ear scope that parents can attach to their iPhone and take pictures of the inner ear, which they then would share with the healthcare team to make a diagnosis, presumably, yes. of an ear infection and then get that treated. Was this developed in concert with uh, pediatricians? Yeah, well, it's actually a really interesting story in terms of how this product was developed. So, it was in 2019 that Johnson & Johnson Consumer Health connected with Dr. Eric Douglas, who at the time was CEO of a startup called Cellscope. And Eric and his team were pioneers in mobile imaging, which was really about creating technology that turned the phone into a tool for at-home care. And their products have been used by thousands of clinicians and home users. But the product itself, we felt, had some opportunities for refinement and things like attaching it to a camera and to a phone and how do you take into account all the different configurations of phones that are out there. There was also the um, the importance of developing an app that would allow consumers and guide consumers in taking the, the videos of the year and being able to send them to the, the healthcare professional. So, our scientists really bridged their innovation capabilities to upgrade the device and link that companion app to create the, the smart check digital ear scope. And so we spent, our team spent almost three years working on smart check and they worked with doctors and moms and nurses and dads. We did, I think, tested it with over 130 parents, with over 1300 healthcare professionals. We did numerous iterations, really checking every part of the product, the app, the instructions for use to ensure that it was something that was able to be easily used in the home environment, but was able to provide the right information, the visuals that the doctor was able to receive remotely to enable that consultation and diagnosis. And it's also something that tracks ear health history over time. So you can sort of see and use it as a reference point to know when there could be um, a pending ear infection or the need for treatment. And did this uh, spring from J&J's innovation unit or was this externally developed? Yeah, so this was um, it was an external opportunity that we identified, and working with our Johnson and Johnson Innovation Group, we were able to um, to identify Cellscope as the right company that we wanted to work with, and and with Eric and his team, and therefore we were able to to work with them over the three years in developing this product, refining the fantastic technology that they already had, but bringing it into a way that we were able to deliver it to consumers, as well as making sure we had the right healthcare professional inputs in the development and refinement of the product. Sure. So, three years in the making. It was, yes. And you can download it from Amazon and, and other um, e-commerce uh, retail sites. It's priced at about $80. So, whom do you foresee using SmartCheck? Yeah, so we really designed this device for the digital savvy parent or caregiver in mind. And, and we know that consumers are getting more and more comfortable with digital devices. So it's really targeting that person. Um, and as I said earlier, you know, the prevalence of ear infections, particularly in young children, is, is so great. So we feel that this is a real need that consumers can have in their home. Uh, the device itself can be used on anyone that's six months of age or older. But we do say if your child is six to 12 months, you should ask your healthcare provider before use. Um, and we also want to make sure that you know, it shouldn't be used on children that have ear tubes 
or who recently underwent any ear surgery or, or have any other health conditions that affect the anatomy of the ear. So definitely, if, if consumers have any questions, they should check with their healthcare provider. But it is a product that can be used on anyone from six months of, of age or older. Sure, sure. Important uh, caveats there. And uh, yes. as we said, it, it was it was a few years in the making in, in concert with uh, the uh, external company that you mentioned. And last year, you know, as we mentioned earlier, J&J said it intends to spin off its consumer health portfolio into a standalone company. And that uh, spinoff is likely to take place uh, in 2023 timeframe. And with it, brands like Tylenol and its, its sibling brands like Band-Aids, how um, much did you kind of feel the need to get this initiative underway, get it done, you know, prior to the spinoff taking place? Did that provide a little bit of a clock for you to kind of get this done? Yeah, it's a great question, Mark. Actually, no. I mean, the development of the device and, and the spinoff are unrelated. And, and as I said, you know, this whole move towards digital health um, was an opportunity that we recognized some time ago. So, um, you know, this product was was in the making for three years, around three years. Uh, so, it definitely preceded the announcement of the split. And it's an opportunity that we see is needed and, and consumers, healthcare professionals are getting more comfortable with digital health and digital devices. So, for us, it was really about how do we move such an iconic brand like Tylenol into this space, you know, how can we continue to support the health of children in a way that is convenient for today's digital savvy parents and caregivers? Sure, sure. Were there tricky aspects of, of this transition? You know, it is a, a storied brand, been around, as you said, for almost 70 years. You want to handle with care, right? Uh, but at the same time, you want to uh, keep it in step with the growing self-care trend. And, and as you said, healthcare providers becoming more comfortable with digital. If there was any kind of uh, delicate parts to this transition, what, what would they have been? Yeah, great question. Look, I think um, it's really understanding consumers and healthcare professionals belief in Tylenol as a brand and, and almost them giving us permission and really them expressing a desire that Tylenol brings them more. And so consumers, as we know through, particularly through pandemic, are looking for more holistic solutions that help them manage their health. And so they look at a brand like Tylenol and say, well, why can't I go to Tylenol and look for information or support around common conditions that would affect the family? Um, and so something like ear infections, which we know is so prevalent, particularly in young children, was that perfect opportunity that we can say, well, we can go beyond the pill and we can give parents and caregivers, we can empower them with a device that allows them to potentially more rapidly address an issue get that information to the healthcare professional and then start treatment earlier. And I think that's one of the, the beauties of digital health in a sense is that it allows us to provide more information, more timely information to a consumer, more personalized information, and also enable that access to care and treatment in a more effective and efficient manner. Sure, sure. And you use the term beyond the pill a couple of times. So I'm going to borrow that yes. phrase and uh, talk about <laughs> <You> the <can>. benefits. <laughs> Thank you. Talk about the benefits of brand partnerships, extensions like that. You know, I, I know a lot of other companies I've, I've talked to over the years are considering kind of beyond the pill offerings. Some people call them wraparound digital offerings or services. Any advice for brands that are considering the, this kind of, an, of a brand extension? 
Yeah. So for us, it's it's really about understanding that continuum of care and that patient journey that they go through. So looking at at conditions, targeted conditions, uh, special need consumers that we we work with, and really understanding their needs as they're managing their condition on a day-to-day basis. So if I use the example, say, of an osteoarthritis sufferer, um, and that's a, a target that that Tylenol knows well, you know, they're they're looking for information around diet and what how diet impacts their condition. They're looking at the role that exercise can play in helping them manage their condition. They're looking at the role that sleep can play. Um, and so it's being able to use digital offerings and services to really create that ecosystem around the consumer with consumer at the center, but allowing them to access information in a timely manner. As I said about your personalized information, information that recognizes them as an individual. And that's what also digital can help provide. But it's also ensuring that the healthcare professional is part of that ecosystem as well. Um, And linking and like smart check from children's Tylenol, being able to link the consumer and the healthcare professional in a timely manner. Um, For us as a company, these digital offerings also provide a feedback mechanism by which we can glean insights either from a consumer or a healthcare professional, and that can help also inform our future innovation programs. Um, And we also know that consumers are looking for trusted solutions, trust Um, And value for money is one of these big trends that also emerged through the pandemic. So for an iconic and trusted brand like Tylenol, it really is a perfect opportunity for us to bring this digital solution like SmartCheck to market. Speaking of the growing self-care trend, we have International Self-Care Day coming up uh, later this month on the 24th. Can you tell our listeners what that's all about? Yeah, it's um, it's very exciting. So, you know, we really celebrate moments like International Self-Care Day as an opportunity to empower consumers to take health into their own hands. And self-care, when it's done well, can positively impact public health outcomes while also reducing what would be increasing demands on public health systems. And, and again, we saw that through the pandemic, just how overwhelmed health systems were. Um, and we also know that through the pandemic, there was this huge rise in health literacy by consumers, right? How many people before the pandemic were talking about polymerized chain reaction tests or rapid antigen tests, and now everyone's an, an expert in you know being able to to swab their nasal passages and and do these self diagnoses. So we know that um, your consumers are, are getting more literate in this space. And they're no longer just interested in simply addressing illness. They also want to be proactive. They're looking for cost-effective solutions to maintain or improve their health and solutions that are easily accessible. And that's also the role that digital technology plays because it does improve that accessibility to these solutions. But we also have to recognize that each consumer is unique. And so this whole notion of self-care allows or presents the opportunity for us to bring more personalized solutions to market. So, you know, International Self-Care Day is really about raising awareness, raising the importance of um, of empowering consumers to take health into their own hands. So it's, it's a real critical day to celebrate the progress, but also to look to the future and also think about what opportunities still exist out there to continue to raise the importance of self-care. Sure, and uh, the growing health literacy 
of the consumer is a really you know great point that you bring up in concert with the self care trend. You know, one is definitely driving the other, for sure. Yes, absolutely. What consumers expect to see from uh, brands like Tylenol in the future, and, and do you foresee other health and wellness brands? in the J&J portfolio taking this uh, similar beyond the pill strategy. Yeah, well, actually, we're already there in some of our brands. So, if you if you look at a brand like Zyrtec, which is our allergy brand, so we already have this allergy cast app, and that's an app that sort of goes beyond just measuring pollen levels in your local area. So, it uses your location to identify pollen levels, but it also allows you to input your symptoms, and it uses this prediction technology to really calculate what local pollen levels in the air could do to you if you don't treat it. So, it sort of gives you almost this real feel forecast for your allergies. And so, by putting in this information, by using location data around pollen levels, you're able to sort of predict the severity of your symptoms and therefore prompt you to take action by taking Zyrtec and managing your allergies. So, that's one application where we're really moving beyond the pill and, and helping inform consumers using a digital technology. And the other one, which is our Nicorette brand, which is our smoking cessation brand that we don't sell here in the US, but we sell outside the US, where we've actually, um, with our quick mist spray, we've connected that using NFC technology to a behavioral support app. So, you can therefore track your progress against your own personalized quit plan to ensure that you can really quit for good. So, it tracks your nicotine usage, it helps you set personalized goals, and it really is monitoring what you're doing along your quit journey and giving you encouraging tips to help you along the way. So, again, it's another way of taking digital and using data personalization to really drive behavioral change in this case around a smoking cessation journey. So, that's just two examples already that were out there, but definitely we um, we want to move into these broader health and wellness spaces with our brands. Yeah, great. And um, you've built the the app, getting back to the smart check example, you've, you've built that app, it's out there, but um, as other app developers can probably attest, build it and they will come is not necessarily a foregone conclusion. Can you Correct. sort of uh, touch on what j is doing to get the word out that this is available to parents? Yeah. So, we um, we do have a, a promotional program that goes with the product. So, um, as you mentioned, it is available on Amazon. It's available through retailers like Walmart, like Target, um, CVS, etc. Um, and we are using targeted... I mean, the beauty of, of modern media now is that you can be very specific and targeted with your media. So, um, using that as a way of, of advertising and promoting the product. The app itself is available in the iPhone app store. So, um, you can download that, purchase the product, and then you follow the instructions as instructional videos through the app that enable you to set up the device and make sure that you're using it in the correct manner. So, um, that's something that our marketing team is working hard to ensure that the word gets out and that we're, we're really targeting the key consumers for this product, which is parents and caregivers, particularly of, of younger children. And one final question, I'll let you go, Adam. The history of the marketing of Tylenol, interestingly enough, as you know, has always included a professional component, I believe, where 
marketing would be done to the healthcare professional as well, would be would directed to them as well for an OTC product, which was kind of an interesting flavor of marketing, you know, marketing OTC products to the healthcare professional. Does this fall under that umbrella as well? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, as I said earlier, healthcare professionals were intimately involved in the development of the product and they're also part of how we go to market as well. So, this is a device that we want to make sure empowers the parent and caregiver, but is also a way of facilitating that relationship with the healthcare professional through the transfer of, of the imaging. So, it's important that we work and continue to work closely with the healthcare professionals on this product as well as the broader Tylenol range. And it's also an opportunity for us to continue to get feedback on how they're viewing the device, what are some opportunities for, for continued refinement. And like all devices, digital devices particularly, it is one of those things that you do need to take learnings from the market and then make sure you're building those into to future iterations. So definitely a close collaboration and partnership with our consumers, but also with our healthcare professionals. Well, Adam, thank you so much for talking with us today. It was really interesting. Mark, it was great to be able to come onto the podcast and I really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks likewise. That's it for this week. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up. Better yet, subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice and help others discover the show. The MMNM podcast is produced by Bill Fitzpatrick, Deborah Stahl, Bradley Weems, and Gordon Failer. Our theme music is by Sizi M. Soen. We're out every week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.